Yes. <laughs> it's good to go. You guys ready? Mm-hmm. Yep. yep. Okay, folks. Thank you so much for joining us tonight. This is episode number 15 of Our Kids Asleep. And I can't believe this. We have a very special treat today here in the studio. I don't know how or, or how this happened, actually, but we actually have a studio now. It's our kitchen, but it has been converted. <laughs> I was going to say the studio, a.k.a. the dining room. The dining room. <laughs> this is insane, you guys. We actually have some great guests coming in today to join us. Uh, we are joined by... Teresa. Hello. And B Rad. Hello. <laughs> Works for me. <laughs> we, can, we can stick with the Brad. I mean, no, 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 no. B Rad's fine. It's just saucier, you know? Like, it's just it more like. The yeah, yeah. I feel like you, you want to get to know it romantically. You know? It's very intimate. Would I, yeah. Would I want to know a Brad? No. Would I want to know a B Rad? Yes. Yes, sir. It's a very intimate. Sort of guy you'd go drinking late at night with. Hey, when you know, your kids asleep. Yeah. Yeah. Nice shout out. Appreciate it. But this is such an epic episode that we actually have somebody else in the background handling the fart mic, Mr. Caddy G. How you guys doing? Back again. <laughs> I cannot guarantee that I will not fart on this at some point. So don't. Just, he's joking, but... um. It's going to happen. They will not. Certainly a secondary function of this mic. (laughs) They will not be edited out. (laughs) Yeah, no, this is going, this is going pretty much uncut, guys. (laughs) I really don't want to deal with all of these four tracks that I'm going to have to edit, but I, it's sort of an experiment. So as if, if you guys could be here right now in, in seeing this through my eyes, I'm really being blown away by the fantastic technology that we have in this home right now. I mean, there's four tracks going at the same time. There's multiple recording devices. It's like a multimedia production dream. So I'm just, you know, can you guys give me a, a round of applause? <laughs> Golf clap. Thank you. Thank you. I really <laughs> Brad, don't pat yourself. <laughs> if you're going to pat anyone, you might as well pat me. Come on, man. <laughs> Giving myself a little pat on the back. <laughs> so that leaves us with a predicament, though. Okay, we, in, in particular, I was so... Um, involved in putting together this production that i forgot that we actually had stuff to talk about um <laughs> did you guys uh want to talk about anything in particular or were we just going to sit here and drink wine because we can do that too that's cool too. well we've got uh we asked Teresa pretty recently to come on the podcast and Teresa has strong opinions about media movies and books and we wanted Teresa to come on and talk about initially i think we should talk about your top five Heck yeah. Oh, yeah. So so give us a breakdown on this top five. All right. Well, please feel free to share your top fives. Or if you love it or hate it, I love it. Wonderful. To hear it. Yeah, yeah. All right. So I did a top five to break down and kind of give an idea of what I do enjoy watching. Um, number five was incredibly hard to pick. But I kind of narrowed it down. Uh, first is Forrest Gump. I actually thought about quoting each one but that would have been yeah yeah you know, let, let's try that we got time we okay got time. not going anywhere well life <laughs> is just like through. a box of chocolates you never know what you're gonna get what movie is that one it's gotta be forrest gump man. oh this you got it forrest, forrest gump <laughs> <laughs> all right <laughs> b-red what did you think it was that movie yeah 
I was torn between the first Pokemon movie and that movie with Denzel Washington called Deja Vu. I think it was Glory. Oh, that, that was a good sure. movie. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was Glory. I'm, they said that same line in Glory. I'm not mistaken. Life is like a box of chocolates and we got to take that hill. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Forrest Gump's a great movie. Yeah, I remember seeing it. Uh, my parents were pretty protective movie-wise, but they let me go see it in the theater. Oh, wow. I was probably seven or eight. Oh, wow. And yeah, I guess so we were pretty I young. I introduced to a lot to watching that. <laughs> yeah, that's a lot of, uh, a lot a lot of heavy stuff. material. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty it's pretty saucy. I mean, there's a lot going on in that movie. Not to mention the whole part where he's in Vietnam. Shit's gotten blown up around oh, him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's intense yeah. for And kid. the soundtrack introduced mm-hmm. me to a ton of artists. Yeah. Uh, before that, it was mostly like Christian rock or whatever. Mm. So that movie blew my mind in so many ways. <laughs> mm-hmm. And the scene where uh, Forrest Gump is uh, a guest on a talk show with John Lennon, I oh, that was remember amazing. vividly yeah. turning to my dad and asking, who is that? And my dad said, John Lennon. I was like, that didn't help. Who's John <laughs> and he said, uh, he's in the Beatles. And I had a frame of reference of that with Yellow Submarine. Mm. That was it. Was that, was that all you knew about the yeah, Beatles? Yeah, at that age. Yeah. So that was the first introduction to one of my favorite bands ever. Yeah. That's awesome. You know, yeah. we need to do a Beatles-specific episode. Because I, I think there to. would be a lot to cover on that one. Uh, I could talk for days about how the White Album is the genesis of a lot of, uh, you know, particular genres right now. But, you know, we're not going to get into that. <laughs> well, I really like uh, Abbey Road. But, yeah. yeah, we could debate that. That one's grown on me. But, yeah, th- I think there's a lot to cover there for sure. But, but while we're on that note, I decided there were a lot of movies I like a lot. But to put on the top five, I decided number five. Just to jump ahead was the Beatles anthology. Because mm. I okay. got nerdy on that one. Uh, <laughs> every Friday night as a family, we'd go to Blockbuster and we could each pick a movie. Yeah. And rather than getting something fun or Disney or anything, I remember getting each episode of the Beatles anthology. Mm. And oh, there wow. are eight of them. Mm-hmm. So it took me eight weeks to get through it. Wow. But I did it. No, that's good stuff. That's good stuff. We were just discussing the Beatles like oh, like last week about Ringo and Paul. <laughs> <laughs> the only ones that matter, right? Yeah, yeah. It was a long discussion. And yeah. I believe Teresa had a lot to say about my portrayal of both of them. Yeah, yeah. Um, the next one is Darjeeling Limited. Mm. Oh, snap. Wes Anderson film. Pretty quirky. I like that it's about three brothers. Uh, they don't get along. They're pretty dysfunctional. But they travel um, on a train ride across India. Just a great movie. Yeah. I like Wes Anderson. And there's a, there's a, like a whole bunch of idiosyncrasies about that movie yeah. where it's just, it's like, like top notch Wes Anderson, but mm-hmm. my vote goes to the Royal Tenenbaums. And mm-hmm. again, that's another, it's like we need to have debates <laughs> yeah. about. <laughs> And like, that was my first Wes Anderson movie, yeah. and I was blown by it. So yeah. it was a good intro movie. The Darjeeling was the first. The Royal, oh, the Royal Tenenbaums. Tenenbaums. Royal and Tenenbaums. then once yeah. I saw Darjeeling, I was like, "This is my Wes yeah. Anderson movie." Yeah. Never, I never watched, never watched that movie. Really? And 
All I know about Darjeeling is that it's a tea. <laughs> <laughs> That's all you need to know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Is that play a big portion of that movie? No. I'm sure there's no. tea in there. Oh, yeah, I they mean, do they're drink in tea. India, so. Yeah, they drink tea. I yeah. don't know if it's Darjeeling, but let's go with it. Well, yeah, I've practically seen the whole thing. Then. Yeah. <laughs> That's no. all you need to know. <laughs> That's the one Russ Anderson movie that I don't have a lot of bearing. I think I've seen it one time. Really? All the way through. And so I don't, I need to rewatch it because mm. I don't. Uh, it has some great kinks music. I don't. Well. Oh, does it? Mm. Nice. Yeah, that, that's one thing that you got to give him credit for is he knows how to put together a soundtrack. I still get shivers listening to Royal Tenenbaums again. Mm. You know, like uh, The Life Aquatic has a, a tremendous mm. soundtrack. David Bowie in Portuguese, pretty yes. much. But, but The Royal Tenenbaums, I don't know what it is about. Like, it's, it's like a lightoscope. It's, it's incredible. I think it could have been maybe the time of the time you saw it. We were just talking yeah, in the last yeah. couple episodes about how when you watch things in those impressionable years of your life, yeah, pre-adolescence and adolescence, that those movies and music have a bigger impact on you at that point. Yeah. So maybe just, you saw The Royal Tenenbaums in that really impressionable I, I era. I did. I saw that movie when I was like 17, probably. Mm-hmm. And, I think that's and, about when I saw it, too. You know, but but I think more than anything, the subject matter is really what gets to me because I love those those tight knit families or that were tight knit at once. And then there's just like a complete, you know, like devolution of, of that family. Mm-hmm. And that's what happens, you know, in, in the Royal Tenenbaum. So I'm sorry if I'm spoiling it for <laughs> anyone, but the film just pretty much, you know, it's you watching the, the breakdown of a family and it's, mm. it's tragic and beautiful and quirky as hell. And I just, I couldn't get enough of it. I mean, fucking Wes Anderson, man. <laughs> That's yeah. it, I, well, that's I similar in the Darjeeling Limited. The brothers don't get along at all. Yeah, there's yeah. great character development. Mm-hmm. I feel like they're more character driven mm-hmm. than plot driven, and mm-hmm. I think that's why I like them so much. Yeah. yeah, but you know, like that. I think that's the mark of a true storyteller. You know, where they have their they have their their signposts that they're following. There is an outline there. There is mm-hmm. something that they're following, but it's so well put together that you think that it's all about character, but yeah. you know, at the end of it, you get to that finish line and you realize, holy shit, there's, they knew what they were doing all mm-hmm. along. Yeah. So credit to him, that quirky bastard, Wes <laughs> Anderson. Good stuff. Number three. Number three. Okay. Uh, Caddy G, you got to do the numbers, man. Number three. <laughs> Just don't eat the fucking microphone, dude. Come on. Number three. Just watch the levels. <laughs> Look at look at the thing. It says right there. (laughs) Okay. So like like put it in a way that you can see the the levels as you're talking into (laughs) it. Don't fumble with it. I seen that that video with the turtles. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm gonna stop. <laughs> All right, Teresa, what's that your number? That is gonna be dog shit. <laughs> <laughs> Swear to God. What's your number three, Teresa? So this is a uh, totally left field, but it's my favorite comedy ever. Gotta have it. It's Walk Hard, the Dewey Cox story. <laughs> oh, nice. Oh man, it's a good one. I was just thinking about that while I was going to the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> Touching, yeah. <laughs> Tell us more. Okay, I'm glad that you guys asked. Can you please um, clarify that statement? Well, I just have these moments where I, I have to kind of crouch a little bit forward, and and there's that On feeling. The toilet? Like, well, well, you know, I, away from the toilet. So <laughs> there's that moment where I'm I'm just kind of being pensive, and I just hear uh, Tim Meadows going, uh, "Dewey Cox has to think about his entire life." <laughs> 
before he gets on stage, and it's like showtime, you know, like when, when you're when you're in the toilet. So there's a lot of a lot of uh, similarities. But anyway, you were psyching yourself up before you came down. No, I was psyching myself up to go to the bathroom. <laughs> and and in a way, I mean, this is a big episode, you guys. This is this is tremendous. This is a milestone. Mm-hmm. Episode number fifteen, and you guys are uh, ringing it in in style. So. Again, thank you for being here, <laughs> both of you. But do you ever have any issues going to the toilet, B-Red? Um, I believe everybody in this room has probably had some issue at some point yeah. going yeah. to the toilet. I bet you it's probably like being on a podcast or something. That's what happens to me. <laughs> yeah, you, you have problems? <laughs> just sometimes, just when I have big guests. Come on. <laughs> I, just, I, I, I love, I just want to say I love Walk Hard as well. Um I love the scene where he's going. I think it's after a concert. He goes to the bathroom, and uh, what's happening? I think um, Tim Meadows is smoking weed. <laughs> you remember? That? I didn't know which part I'm talking about. It's so great. Or like he's trying to tell Dewey not to do it, but everything he's listing is absolutely amazing. Like, Dewey, oh my god! Don't do it. He's like, well, I don't want to get a hangover, so I won't. No, you it don't. It doesn't get a give you a hangover. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, that part is going to make me want to have sex, is it? It makes sex better. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds expensive. It's the cheapest drug there is. (laughs) Isn't that the one where like his brother dies horrifically? Yeah. He got cut in half. It was the worst (laughs) case of getting cut in half. I did a bad thing. (laughs) Cut my brother in half. Fucking gold, man. <laughs> this was the worst case of being cut in half I ever saw. <laughs> oh Why is God. that one your number three, Teresa? Just because it's... It made me laugh out loud really hard. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, the first... Obviously, the being cut in half, I thought it was ridiculous. And then, when they start singing, because I didn't realize there would be music, mm-hmm. and the first song sung is Let's duet <laughs> and i cannot resist a great play on words oh yes yeah so. and jenna fisher's in that movie she yeah. is yeah i totally mm-hmm. forgot about that yeah. she was uh the love interest in that mm-hmm. she was the june carter yeah, yeah. character <laughs> yeah and that's the other thing i love all the caricatures of all mm-hmm. musicians yeah. right mm-hmm. right when the beatles come on again yeah bob Beverly. dylan yeah. sings a song about midgets <laughs> 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 or he's impersonating bob dylan mm-hmm. yeah it was clever. It was a good one. But I just think of uh, uh, Jason Schwartzman. Uh, he was uh, John Lennon. Yeah, yeah, he? yeah. Oh, no, no, that was a Ringo. Paul Rudd. Paul Rudd. Paul Rudd. Was, Paul Rudd. John Lennon, yeah. <laughs> His horrible British accent. <laughs> <laughs> I love There's Paul There's no Rudd. end to what we can imagine. Caddy <laughs> 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 G, mm-hmm. do you like movies? I do like movies. Yeah? Do you? Did you like Walk Hard, did you say? I wasn't listening. <laughs> you weren't plugged in, man. <laughs> That's actually just a toy microphone. Like <laughs> All the better with five on. No, just kidding, man. We love you. I'm sorry, I'm bringing this podcast into the toilet. <laughs> just don't be a punk ass, okay? Just use it responsibly. You got it. Thanks, man. <laughs> So number uh, number three, that was pretty good. Yeah, mm-hmm. you want to talk about number two? We did that one. Darjeeling. Are we going to number four? 
Yeah, I went backwards. Oh, okay. I didn't oh, count okay, down. Okay. I counted yeah, yeah, yeah. it. Okay. Wine's working for us. <laughs> <laughs> so number four is Catch Me If You Can. Mm. I love, Interesting choice. I love Tom Hanks hmm. and Leonardo DiCaprio. Hmm. So it's a full circle. Yeah. Um, yeah. I really like the movie. It's actually a Christmas movie to me. Mm. I watch it every Christmas. Okay. Um, I did see it on Christmas with my little brother. Um, and I like the storyline. I read the book by Frank Abagnale Jr. Okay. And it's based on his life of doing these so incredible did you criminal read that, acts. Did you read it first or watch After. the movie? Oh, okay. <laughs> what do you prefer? Do you prefer the movie still? It's actually pretty close to what his real life was. Oh, okay. But they left out the part where he was imprisoned. Well, they had the French prison in the mm -hmm. movie, but it was glamorous mm -hmm. compared to what he really had. Yeah, yeah. But other than that, most of it was spot on. I mean, that's that's an outstanding life to have. I mean, that yeah, movie does seem 30. like... Yeah, before 30. Before 30. Before like 25. Mm -hmm. I feel like I've done nothing with my life. <laughs> she could have gone into the robbing business. <laughs> I remember forgery business, excuse me. I remember being pretty blown away by that movie. I think mm. we were in middle school when that movie came out. Mm. And I do remember going to see it in the theaters um, with friends. Maybe with you. I don't know. At some point, we might have seen it together. Yeah. Um, yeah, I remember being really blown away by that movie. Mm -hmm. I think it, you know, it was one of those where I don't know that Spielberg has had a lot of big or effective movies like in his in his older age you know like the mm. older he's gotten i think he's kind of like like petered out a little bit but that movie was outstanding mm -hmm. but then again i can't say that about spielberg so i might have to retract that statement because he did put out lincoln which was yeah. fucking yeah. awesome munich was right after that and that movie was my favorite spielberg movie. he has had some misses though i would say in the last yeah. like five or i mean 10 like years. ready player one nobody nobody no. even cared to see or, that um, movie what's that movie ready player one do you remember that Nope. It, it was like, a, like, uh, Caddy G, do you know what that movie's about? Ready Player I know One? About Ready Player One, yes. I know, uh, your little brother, Teresa, did not appreciate that yeah, movie because he loves the book. Yeah. yeah, I remember him saying that. I think that's pretty uh, common. Well, uh, wasn't the book something, uh, considered unfilmable? One of those things that, oh, you, maybe. Because of the, you know, the properties that were involved <laughs> and, and, you know, the, what was that? I don't know the book. Uh, what was that bridge movie he made? Bridge? Re recently that, what bridge movie? Nobody saw oh, that. the the uh, the newspaper like a, movie. Was, no, newspaper no, no, no. That was the post. He did that too. Oh, I wasn't talking about that one. <laughs> the bridge. It's like a spy movie, and there's oh. a bridge in oh, it. Oh, the bridge is and Tom Hanks was. Literally, what it's called. They were they were spies, and they were on the bridge. They were on the bridge. <laughs> I wonder what it's called. I don't, think that. I, don't, <laughs> I don't think that movie did very well either. Yeah, I mean, you know, like he he does good work, but. If you're comparing it against, you know, his top-notch yeah. work, like Schindler's List stuff, I mean... Yeah. yeah. It's kind of hard to go up against that stuff. Yeah, mm -hmm. it really is. But the man has given us so much joy that, I mean, we got to give him props. Catch Me but, If You Can is a great movie. Yeah, great, great movie. So, none of those were picked for cinematography reasons or anything like mm -hmm. that. They're mostly sentimental. Yeah. Which so, is that's what I went off of, mm -hmm. so. There you go. Perfectly excusable. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What do you think? Number uh, five? Last one? All of them? Yeah, the Beatles anthology was my numero five. Mm. Your numero five. Nice. 
I love that. But it, you, we kind of get a sense that uh, you're kind of into movies. So yeah. I, I do love that. Uh, but one thing that I was going to ask you, and, and B-Rad, feel free to interject as well on this, but my favorite movies tend to be the ones that took place when I was in high school. Mm-hmm. And and I still can't get away from that. I mean, I I'm, we're talking about, again, Royal Tenenbaums or Fight Club or mm-hmm. uh, Magnolia, which is a great movie. Yeah. came out in 99. You know, it, that really impressionable age mm-hmm. where like you just can't get away from that time period of your life mm-hmm. but do you think that that's the case like no other movie will really come up against those movies absolutely yeah mm-hmm. yeah i i remember my top favorite movies are the vhs's i was grabbing down in the basement right. that my mm-hmm. parents had yeah and playing those when i was young impressionable and yeah. just open yeah. for anything what yeah. was the movie that did it for you that you really enjoyed watching back then um all my top movies are all comedies yeah so mm-hmm. I'm, I'm looking at uh the original arthur okay Dudley Moore. okay nice and yeah. uh grumpy old men movies <laughs> yeah. like that mm-hmm. uh-huh. or, those are good Right. Yeah, I, I don't understand alcoholism when I was a little kid, but I'm watching him fall over himself and I'm having a good time. Later in life, I'm like, that yeah. guy's got a problem. It's like- <laughs> but it's still funny. Like, uh, oh, shit. I've fallen into multiple hedges and said the same thing. <laughs> now I get it. It's come full circle. Oh, that's great. No, I think, uh, what, what about you? Um... Maddie, I gotta say, I gotta. Yeah, there's a lot of. We got a couple people. We got a lot of people, yeah. Um, Some of my favorite ones. Oh boy. Uh, American Beauty is a big one for me. We were young. We were young when it came out. It was very. uh, Yeah, just hit hit real hard. Um, That was sort of my beginning of loving Kevin Spacey, which we've. Which we've discussed. (laughs) We've discussed, yeah. Everything is Um, soiled. Everything is soiled. Everything is shit. Um. Oh my gosh, what's another one? Another one that another uh, comedy that I really that came out when I was in eighth grade that I really loved was Miss Congeniality. God, that movie was so good. <laughs> it's still I watch it anytime it's on. Right. Um Yeah, I don't I did not think this through before I No, that's not what it's about. It's about oh, just kinda of letting it be uh forgetting Sarah Marshall. It's another one that I watch yeah. over and over and over again. Oh, that's great. Yeah, that one's a newer. Yeah, it is newer. I was in college when that movie came out. Mm-hmm. And that, you know, I, I had no interest in, in seeing it. But did we see that together? Forgetting Sarah Marshall? Yeah. Yeah. We probably saw that together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I was totally laughing my ass off. Mm-hmm. But I remember Anchorman was yeah. huge. Holy shit. Yeah. When we saw that movie in the theaters, you know, our, our friends, we, we had just moved to Casper. And we were heading to the theater to see that movie. Jesus Christ, we laughed for an hour and a half straight. Mm-hmm. Like I remember, some some of my friends were falling out of their chairs because they were laughing so hard. But now, I mean, did the movie age well? I mean, is there a consensus that the movie yeah. aged well? Anchorman. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Still gets laughs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Caddy G, what do you think the young kids say? Uh, for the most part, yeah, I think. It's okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. The second one wasn't too good, you know, but you can't go up against the original Anchorman. That movie was goddamn hysterical. I just, I, I don't think there's anything wrong with Anchorman, but like. 
there was for quite a period of time like an oversaturation of like this same sort of Judd Apatow mm. improv yeah. comedy. Yeah. Like there are so many. There, well, I mean, Anchorman, Anchorman 2. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, a lot of them still hold up, but like as they went on, like Talladega Nights. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's the other one? Old School. Yeah. I mean, you could go on. Old yeah. School was the best, dude, but Old School was kind of the genesis of that. Yeah, it came yeah. around, around that yeah. time, which was, which was pretty glorious too. Yeah. Uh, but but going back even further, I think for me the one movie that still lingers in my mind, but everybody hates, is The Mask. Mm. Oh yeah, I, I hate love that. the hell out of that. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, I do hate that. Hate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but you know, Jim Carrey was just see, and that's so funny game. because The Mask is definitely my least favorite Jim Carrey movie. How dare you? <laughs> First of like, all, but how the ones dare the, you? the ones that we watched the most in my family was the Pet was Ace Ventura. Right. Those and Jim I, Carrey movies. I watched those later and, and I, I'm not really, not really a fan. No. See those. I mean, I'll watch them. Dumb and Dumber though, we're, we're, we're yeah. good on those. That's tolerable. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a big Jim Carrey fan. Oh goodness. When he does drama, I enjoy it. Yeah. Better. Yeah. He's just an outstanding guy. He's good. He's very, He's very talented. But yeah, I mean, if we get into Jim Carrey movies, serious Jim Carrey, He's fucking top notch. Yeah, I not mean, bad. Yeah, Eternal Sunshine. Yeah, yeah, I like that. Yeah, do you? Are you a fan of uh, Jim Carrey, this Canadian fellow who does impressions? <laughs> mm. Speaks out of his butt. Don't forget that part. <laughs> he was black. What? <laughs> speaks out of his butt. <laughs> when, he the, uh, when he's in Pet Detective, he opens his butt crack. Right. Yep. I like how that was. This is one of my contributing segments of the show. The one where he opens his butt cheeks. All right, sorry, sorry. Sorry, I'll keep it down. All right, you'll just blow up my eardrums later. That's fine. Won't be able to hear your voice anymore. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. Uh, What do you think, B Red? I don't have any problem with Jim Carrey. I uh, yeah, I like Ace Ventura. Heck yes. Let's get a high five here. I don't care what other Sorry. people around this table say in that movie. Oh, my God. There are some classic quotable lines. From That's that right. <laughs> so I, I, think, uh, I think this is a good place to start with Teresa because Teresa's opinions are varied and strong about movies. And so That's I think right. that these five movies give us a good idea of like yeah what you like you know and what you don't like yeah and so i think that that'll sort of inform our um inform our opinions yeah when you come to us with a review of whatever a movie you love Mm -hmm. that you've loved for a long time or one that you've seen recently yeah Mm -hmm. So you, you know, could kind of trust it, other than the fact that you like <laughs> so it kind of twists it just that little bit. Other than your questionable opinions about Jim Carrey. Yeah. <laughs> I think they're probably the best. We will just talk about serious Jim Carrey when Teresa comes along. <laughs> yeah. That's perfectly fine. I found Ace Ventura so crass, and I was a mm-hmm. little, and I should have <laughs> liked it. But I must have been too sophisticated as like a seven-year-old. You imagine like <laughs> little Teresa going like, this mm-hmm. isn't working for me. Why, is, <laughs> why are his butt cheeks talking? <laughs> this is what not is okay. <laughs> I'm going to go back to drinking my tea. <laughs> and it was based around football. And you're not a huge sports <laughs> yeah, fan to begin with. Yeah, yeah. Yes, so what is, what is your least favorite sport? Can we talk about that for a sec? Is it ping pong? 
will. <laughs> I the only way I can think of a least favorite is maybe the most ridiculous. Yeah, let's what get is the, the most ridiculous, ridiculous sport? <laughs> I have a really hard time with football. Yeah. Like American football. The pageantry mm-hmm. of football. Yeah. It like takes the too rules long. or the crowds or the crowds are obnoxious. Yeah. I feel like it's more violent based. Mm-hmm. Like watching people tackle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, have you have you seen uh, any given Sunday by no. Ol- Oliver Stone? No, okay, I watched so- uh, the Titan movie. And, okay. Uh, to yeah. make up for any other sport. Well, you know, the interesting thing about that movie, and that's the, probably my favorite football movie because he talks about it in a way that you'd understand, and that's he he likens football players to gladiators, oh. right? Because the tradition is still here. Mm-hmm. You know, Got we it. love we love that feeling of being able to sense. go to yeah. the arena, right, and watch these guys just beat the shit out of each other, and some of them won't even make it. You know, and I, I do have my tendencies where sometimes I'll sit and watch, you know, a couple of football games because... It's like, I got to see that, mm-hmm. you know, I mm-hmm. want to, I want the battle. And that's what it is. It's like this urge to just fucking destroy the other team. That makes sense. Yeah. Like pent up frustration. Yeah. You get it out through the player. Right. You can live vicariously. Right. Right. And so that's the whole metaphor for the movie. Like he, he likens them to, to gladiators. And that's why that movie fucking rocks. Mm. And it's about drug use and all kinds of, you know, backward dealings. Is that the movie the, where somebody's eyeball pops out? Yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Well, they like get tackled so hard their eyeball pops out or uh-huh. something. Yeah, yeah, that shit's crazy. I guess I'm a little perplexed by horse racing. Yeah. No one's actually the human isn't doing the work. Like they're right. they're training the horse. I guess it's a show of how well they can train another thing. Uh huh. But I don't know. What's and here? right now, about thirty jockeys are going to come busting. <laughs> they're too busy with their celebrating. little whips. <laughs> yeah, the yeah, week of the Kentucky the Derby, and you think they're not riled up? <laughs> now you're just being inflammatory. Yeah. Teresa. And I'm thinking about the Simpsons episode where they live under, like, in a tree or something, and they're tiny people. And, oh my god! Yeah. I was going to say they're about a foot shorter than you, so I think you'll be okay. Yeah, you'll, you'll be fine. You can fend them off. Yeah. But yeah. they're riding you, horses. Do you really think you can take them? <laughs> Maybe. Maybe probably not. Yeah, I have bittersweet memories of uh, of horse racing because my dad used to work at a at the uh, racetrack mm-hmm. in uh, in Evanston a while back. He did it for like I don't know six months or something, and I got to tag along one summer, and it was eye opening, but it was fucking weird. Like it was like like going to a carnival, you know, where there there was like like a show to put on, but then you got to see the behind the scenes, and. Uh, Oh, sorry, I, I'm fidgeting. Oh, sorry, it's okay. sorry I, I heard the uh, the rumbling of the <laughs> of the stand. Oh, it's okay, B Red. You're cool. You're cool. Um, they're sleeping. But they they were having races. You know, like they would have like eight to ten races uh, per day on the weekend in the summer. And I remember one time there was a horse that broke its leg, mm-hmm. and my dad had to help bury it. And that was one of the weekends where I was there, and I got to see that horse being buried. Did they shoot it and then bury it? No, no. That What they do is, is they... They didn't bury it alive, did they? No, they didn't <laughs> bury it alive. That fucker was dead, dude. It, it, he, was, he was on his way out. But um, I remember that um, the horse, like, broke its leg in the middle of the race, and mm-hmm. then he, the little, like, like ambulance horse ambulance whatever the fuck it is goes out there they put up the tent and you know that it's no good like mm-hmm. like the moment they put up the tent you're like 
that guy's done for. Mm-hmm. And so they probably they injected him with something. Oh, they euthanized him. They euthanized mm-hmm. him. And uh, and I remember like this four hours later. This is in 1840. They're not just like shooting right, right. horses on a racetrack. But I, I remember very vividly when the fucking like, like tractor was like pouring dirt mm. in this big hole. And then the dude was like, okay. That's it. <laughs> where'd, they find, where'd they bury it? Under a tree or something? N- well, out, out in oh, the to land. Pasture. The pasture. Yeah, la- the nondescript land of, of the racetrack, you know. Mm. Yeah, so it's probably haunting. Horse cemetery. Yeah, it's haunting the stalls as we speak. <laughs> yeah, I should have named him. Mm. Yeah, but that's that's my morbid memory, so I totally killed the mood. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Are you but, guys yeah. going to watch a Saturday Night Live hosted by Adam Sandler for the first time i'd be down for He's that never i love adam sandler that's so weird i know how did that happen i don't know how how long ago was he on early mid 90s yeah okay. i remember watching him yeah. on snl yeah. as a young person oh god i love those episodes yes. holy shit I had to burp, sorry. I thought you were getting emotional. We have to we have to edit out so many bodily <laughs> functions on this podcast. Well, there goes the fart mic. And ca- <laughs> cat meowing. Yeah, cat meowing. Cat fights. <laughs> yeah. I honestly haven't watched SNL in a really long time. Yeah. And I don't uh I don't know. I it's sometimes cute. I'll watch clips. Yeah. But yeah. I haven't actually watched It's hard to to top though. Again, and we come back to this issue of mm-hmm. like the impressionable times that we saw, like Chris Kattan on SNL mm-hmm. was one of my favorite guys on there. And that was like 99, mm-hmm. something like that. Yeah. Like, I watched like Will Ferrell for and a Will year Ferrell, that's yeah. right. on SNL mm-hmm. yeah. with Sherry O'Terry. Yeah. That was good. Stuff. Molly Shannon. Yeah. It's <laughs> great. But yeah. it's, it comes to that, that it's the same thing with the Simpsons. Like, yeah. Because the Simpsons yeah. has been on for so long. SNL has been on for so long. Everybody has those periods of time that are meaningful to them where they watched. Mm-hmm. And for me on SNL, it's yeah. early nine or late nineties, early two thousands. Yeah. That's why you bet your ass that I'm going to kill. I'm going to kill when the new Disney service comes along and yeah. they're going to have all of the Simpsons episodes. Yeah. That's going to that be plus. seven bucks mm-hmm. a month. I mean, I'm sorry, Netflix. I love you, but yeah. that, you know, the Simpsons is calling. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Do you hate the Simpsons? Be red? No, no. Okay. I'm, in complete agreeance, I watched certain seasons of it. Yeah. yeah. Newer seasons where mm-hmm. uh, Bart's got a cell phone and, you know, everything's more to this time frame. Yeah. Is that just Does weird? Yeah, yeah. I don't I don't like seeing it reflect us. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know what yeah. I mean? I like it being more you want its it, own universe. Yeah, and you want it in that time period. Yeah. You want it to, to remain true to that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that time when you first were introduced to it. Yeah, I don't but, like seeing Bart with a cell phone. Yeah, mm-hmm. but with an ever-changing show that is going forever. I mean, that's yeah. why... Yeah, it has that's to adapt. That's their goal, yeah. right? Yeah. That's yeah. why, you know, it has to be finite. Like, yeah. stories have to end, man. Yeah. Like, you can't let that shit go on forever. It's going to get stale, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. yeah, I don't know what young kids are watching it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I think they're just doing it for us. You know, they're still trying to pander to us. <laughs> keep because, it going. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know keep how. Keep watching my dad's favorite show. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how it would be appealing to young people now. The Simpsons? When there's like reality show there's stuff. There's all kinds of shit. Or, there's just, I think kids nowadays are so like in tune to like the streaming services, you yeah. know, like because it's all that original content. Mm-hmm. And. You know, well, I, in my opinion, I, I feel that social media and the act of 
experiencing other people's lives is their entertainment. Mm. And that is the most important thing. It's not about TV shows anymore. They're important, but their primary form of entertainment is social media and watching other people okay. live their lives. That's super true because I spend too much time watching Instagram stories. Exactly. <laughs> like the same amount of time I would spend watching a Netflix show. Right. So what's an Instagram story? <laughs> Caddy G. This is Caddy G's time oh, to yeah. shine. Caddy G, what's Our an Instagram story? BBB here with an update. Uh, Instagram story. Well, Instagram is basically organized into like this, just this one singular feed of photos that you sort of flip through. But on the top of those are smaller updates that aren't permanently posted to one's profile uh, known as stories. They're like 24 hours. Yeah, they're for 24 they're, hours. every 24 hours, I believe they're... they're got you know they get rid of the old ones Mm -hmm. so basically you just post something there that's kind of throwaway like usually if comedians want to promote a show or something yeah Mm -hmm. use that or uh, it's a great place to take that picture or use the dog filter on your face and go (laughs) lol it's the weekend yeah that's a lot of yeah and and caddy g could you explain something to me what the fuck is up with that dog filter where's everybody want to be a dog now i don't know man uh, Did, back in the day, it was that one where you opened your mouth and the rainbow came out and there was a like unicorn bar for whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now it's dogs. Now it's the okay, dog so filter. Can you ask somebody for me? Like, like why, <laughs> why the shit is happening now? I'll talk to my team. Okay, thank you. <laughs> Report back when you get a chance. Thank you for your wonderful coverage. <laughs> Did, did that answer your question? You yes, read? that we cleared can, it all up. We can fire his ass if he's not <laughs> delivering. I'll be good. <laughs> oh, shit. But anyway, um, that's what that's what it's all about, man. Yeah. Instagram stories. I guess. And I, it, it feels like, you know, as, as a, you know, quote unquote storyteller, I feel uh, a bit at the mercy of, of whatever the social media tide is, because that's what dictates like our, our likes, you know, or um, the things that we, I don't know, the way that we live our lives almost mm-hmm. is, is dictated by what's popular on social media. So mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm lost and confused in this ocean of uh, hashtags and all kinds of streaming services. Mm-hmm. But I'm, I, I'm going to let you take the lead because I just, I'm, I get to, to be like a negative Nancy when I think about social media mm. and this uh, intangible interwebs. Mm-hmm. Did you have anything else to say? No. No? Mm, Instagram is a giant waste of time, but, <laughs> you know. But it's so easy to get sucked in. It is. I think it's worse than Facebook in terms of um, scrolling. Yeah. Because it's so easy. Yeah. Just keep going. Like, Facebook's too much information. and You just end up scrolling without reading anything, and then you just, you're like, this is stupid. Right. But with Instagram, you can just scroll and not really, I don't know. You do. Oh, and a now they, video. I got to watch it. Yeah. Or oh, now they have the, the that explore videos. tab. And so you're just like scrolling through just random. Well, it's not random. It's an algorithm that's specific <laughs> to you um, based on what you've liked and looked at. And you just scroll through it and it's just just like... Come All that you. stuff that makes your dopamine release, you know. Yeah. Instagram is now going to hide likes. What? So the only person that can see a like on your picture is you, the user. No one else anymore. I think that is brilliant. Holy shit. Why, what's the purpose of that? To stop the competition of the likes. The karma whoring oh, and the... Uh, so, that's so incredible. You, so I am so happy for this. So if your picture yeah. has 500 likes... No one will know. Oh. 
all of those social shit. media mongers yeah. uh-huh. who make a living off of that mm-hmm. are dead. That's wow. amazing. That's pretty cool. I know. I, like I that. love that. I do too. I do. It shouldn't be about who likes it and a mm-hmm. popularity of who loves this yeah. and that. It should be like, hey, people, I'm excited. I'm, I did this. I'm going to yeah. show you. Because yeah. then the work actually stands on its own, you know, yeah. and it's not, you know, it, yeah. you're not swayed by the numbers, mm-hmm. which is the biggest problem on that platform mm-hmm. for sure. When is that? Is that happening I'm now? I'm not sure when, but I know that's their new... I'm going to be oh, like okay. refreshing my updates. I'm ready. That'll be awesome. We're going to take a, a booze break. What do you think? Booze break. You guys need a, a refill? You guys good? You guys, this sounds amazing. Off, dude. What's that? It's Don't turn it off. Everybody's blowing up. Okay. Blowing. Do you... Do you want to like like do a little segment? Uh, is there anything you got in your mind, Caddy G? Well, I'm gonna come up with one. Yeah, just fucking shoot the shit, man. <laughs> uh, I just wanted to add to the whole Instagram and these apps sucking people's time up. Um, I recently, I went through a phase where I deleted Twitter, Instagram, Twitch, YouTube. Uh, what else did I delete off my phone? From your um, phone. Discord. Anything that was just like distracting me. There's about four of those. I have yeah, no idea no. what they're <laughs> doing. That was Discord. Yeah, you're Discord, um, Discord is a chat app, like a messenger app, but it's specifically divided up into servers that people, your friends, usually create. Um, it's 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 literally called Discord chat for gamers. Um, so basically, you and your friends set up a server, and uh, you can just it's like a it's like a messenger. That's just constant. You can always have it. And if you have it on your phone, then you always get updates. Um, and I've recently re-added them, but... That sounds like being in a giant group chat. Yeah, oh, like that's exactly gr- what it is. And that's except, awful. Except eight of them. Ugh. Um, but, yeah, but... Uh, <laughs> that's anxiety-inducing. Yeah, but I, I, I recently put them back on my phone, but I started using an app blocker. Um, mm. So if at certain times of the day, I'll just block all of them. Oh. And, and then that way I don't need to like if I need something off of them I don't have to like go in and re-download it yeah. um, but it's also like I, th- I maybe that's kind of sad that I have to block my own access to these things but I th- I don't know at this point they're like so designed to like you know like you said set off these dopamine things yeah you're just like I want more yeah um, that it seems necessary I think those app blockers are I mean necessary for mm-hmm. most people have it on my computer, have it on my phone. I got I have to for productivity, essentially. And then this has been, uh, drink? This has been Caddy okay. G's segment. Thank you for listening. <laughs> thank you, Caddy G, for that uh was that helpful? Was that useful? It was pretty helpful. Yeah. Okay, thank you for that useful contribution to the show, Caddy G. That was wonderful. Thank you. Can you give him a name. round of applause? Do you wanna, uh, you wanna round of applause? That was my t- yet untitled segment. <laughs> You want to tone down the patronization a little bit? <laughs> no, actually, I just want to get more patrons. <laughs> That's what this is all about. Uh, I'm just, I'm skipping the tequila. I mean, I'm. You're skipping the tequila? No, I'm, I'm skipping, skipping to the tequila. Yeah, the serving of wine to Whoa. the tequila. Um, we, we do have some Coors Light. It's uh, a lot of tequila. <laughs> yeah, well, it's, yeah, yeah. What did you, what did you. It's a full mason jar of sodas. tequila. Oh. Yeah. I thought you got water. I got water. Some bubbly water. I thought yeah. that was entirely tequila, and I was right with B-Rad, if you will, here. <laughs> I was like, that is ridiculous. Is that squirt? <laughs> what? It is, is tequila. Squirt? 
It's it's one of those drinks, one of the sodas. Zevia sodas. Yeah. Oh. Which one did you get? I don't know. Oh. The, the purple <laughs> one. <laughs> I'll see what it tastes like. We'll, we'll see. Lime. I'm glad this Lime. segment turned into more than just movies because this has been a good conversation. Yeah, and, and that's this what it's is all the thing. about. Like we start, yeah. we start with a map. Yeah, a little, yeah. a little. I outline, just wanted a roadway, and then we kind mm-hmm. of just veer and go where it takes right. us. And poor Jaime has to edit it later. <laughs> I'm not going to edit shit. This is going like <laughs> probably as is. I mean, this is a lot of work, yeah. but it sounds amazing. I think. I think it sounds pretty it's darn gonna, good. It's going to sound good. Yeah. So, um, we're looking at uh, we're like 40 minutes. Right now, I have forty-four. Yeah, we started early, okay. so we're yeah, okay. yeah. So I mean, we, we didn't tink to anything. <gasps> okay, so oh, no. we'll do we'll do some tinking and then maybe some final thoughts. What do you think? Okay, because we have an episode. I mean, yeah, this is this awesome. Is pretty fucking legit. <laughs> <laughs> Mike I will, from ear don't to ear. say swears. <laughs> Caddy J, I will escort you out of my property. <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> I can still turn this into another fart mic. Okay. He's got I'll, one uh, in the just, chamber. Yeah, yeah just do. Watch out. Don't be gross. You just get one. <laughs> back at us about the swear roll. Oh, God. <laughs> well, let's get back on track, shall we, guys? Uh, one of the things that we forgot was you said we needed to tink to something. Yeah. Uh, Teresa said that. Yeah, you're looking at Maddie. Why? <laughs> Teresa definitely said the tank. Could you? She's uh, the one keeping the show on the rails. Yeah, I appreciate that. <laughs> Can we Thanks. tink to it? Let's tink yeah, to yeah. Teresa's top five. Okay, this is gonna be a, a little and be uh, right there. And Brad is in on it. That was a All good right. tank. Teddy G. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, yeah. man. We honored our tank honored. with a drink. I have to. Oh, sorry. I have to say, podcasting with other people in the room is super fun. This is amazing. This is incredible. So usually, well, it's just I live five t- minutes away. So. I know. Yeah. Usually, it's just the two of us shouting yeah. at the sky. Yeah, getting mad at things. So drinking too much. You guys got to help us be less political because oh, I, yeah. I think you That's know. That's easy. Well, I don't know it, anything. Yeah, but it's it's tough, guys, because here in the uh, outskirts of town, in this little land of mills, <laughs> we don't have a fucking fire department. <laughs> we don't have a library. T- we don't. They've have, taken everything. We don't from have us. a school district. Yeah, no, I mean, we have nothing. We we were just commenting on the fact you guys don't well, have a fire department. Yeah, <laughs> Once I mean, we drove into Mills, on? we felt horrified. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I've told Maddie, like, time don't catch on fire. You've you guys like are SOS. That spray bottle yeah. isn't going to save us. Yeah. Do you know the tension every time we have to leave the house and like the dryer is on? <laughs> we turn that shit off. <laughs> you know the shit that we have to deal with now? The stress? I'm going to die young. I, I mean, think you're going to get a private fire department. Oh, that's Yeah, you'll get great. like four guys. One guy with a super soaker. One guy with an axe. <laughs> yeah. Another guy with a bowhorn. Yeah. Might as well set myself on fire right now. <laughs> on weekends, there's a guy with a bunch of water balloons. Yeah. yeah. yeah you know. We got a firefighter jump in the truck. <laughs> <laughs> Honey, the clown's here. He's going to squirt water out of his flower. <laughs> oh. <Yeah. laughs> I'm terrified. I don't feel safe at all. Yep. Well, you know, it's it's always good to have you guys on the show. Um, this, I hope that you guys feel more than welcome to stop by or to let us know if you have something on your mind you want to share it with us because this has been an amazing time. It's been awesome, and just to be able to to share a meal and and have a great evening has has meant the world to me. Like seriously, thank you guys so much mm-hmm. for being awesome and generous with your time and just a blast. 
Yeah, thanks for dinner. And I want to hear your top five favorite movies. Ooh, okay. I'm going to come up with a list in the next time. Yeah. We'll, we yeah. could even do like top favorite comedies if that's yeah. easier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's it's going to be more fun this way to uh, have a recurring segment of yeah. uh, our top five. Yeah. And we can go off on tangents about. T- top five Nick Cage movies. <laughs> oh, God, yeah. Don't make him choose. This will be a four-hour <laughs> Joe Rogan extravaganza. It's going to become like a fucking religious ceremony broadcast. We're going to be talking about our Lord and Savior, Nick Cage. Coming up on the next episode of Our Kids Asleep. We're going to bring you the highs, the lows, the leaving Las Vegas, and Ghost Riders. Next. You guys are going to love it. It's going to be a problem getting that list, though. I think it's on the back of the Declaration of Independence. <laughs> well, let's get Pickleless Cage on the job. Pickleless Have you Cage. seen Pickleless Cage, Caddy G? No. Pickleless, Pickleless Cage is, is a, a famous uh, representation of our Lord, Lord and Savior, Nick Cage. Is it a pickle? He's a pickle, yeah. <laughs> what are you talking about? People have gotten tattoos of him. As a pickle? A yeah, me- Pickleless Cage. Is this a meme? No, it's it's. I don't know why I sounded so offended it's art. by that. Why are you offended? Is this a meme, <laughs> sir? <laughs> I do declare. It sounds like Pickle Rick. Yeah. I think it's it's probably riffing on Pickle Rick, but it's Pickleless Cage. So what it's, came first, Pickle Rick or Pickleless? I think Pickle Rick came first. Yeah, mm-hmm. so it, it must have been an offshoot of that. Oscar um, would like to make a cameo. Okay, Oscar, what do you want? Get him to purr. See if he'll. Meow. He's not gonna purr. He just does nothing. Yeah. All Get right. the hell out of here. <laughs> Thanks, Oscar. Bye, buddy. All right. Don't poop on the floor again. <laughs> All right. Well, you want to call this segment a success? Yeah, I'm gonna call this episode a success because I think uh, I think everyone's yeah, I guess good to this go. Yeah, it's gone to a full episode. But That's awesome. Again, thank you, folks, for listening in, all three of you. It's been a <laughs> real blast, and uh, I hope that we get to have a, a joint uh, group episode again because it's been outstanding. Anything please, you want to add? Yeah, please subscribe, rate, and review the podcast. If you have a moment, we'd really appreciate the five stars. And we have a new email, ourkidsasleep at gmail.com, if you want to send us an email. An Tell idea. us what you think about Caddy G and Tell his us. segments. He's under review. <laughs> Tell us a story or give us a recommendation. I, I promise I'll cut down on the poop humor. <laughs> Thank you. Well, that's it, guys. Have a good week. Oh. Bye. Oh, sorry. I was going to see if B Red had anything else to say. Oh. Yeah, thanks for having us. <laughs> Badass, man. High five. Fajitas were good. <laughs> I'm gonna Caddy. Take okay, so we got, we got one tink. Can we do two tinks like to fajitas? Let's tink to fajitas. Okay, so how many tinks are we at? Two. Two. Two for two. Okay, perfect. Caddy G, you want to plug your shit? First of all. (laughs) Thank you. Second of all, sure. You can find me at twitch.tv slash caddy G. You can find me on Twitter at caddy underscore G underscore FGC, uh, where I tweet political stuff. So if you're not into that, go ahead and... You know, just go around that. <laughs> don't don't follow me there, and don't follow me anywhere else. You creep. <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> Yay! Okay, that about does it, guys. Have a good night. Maybe cut that part out. <laughs> <laughs> no, stay in it. Okay.